The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Prayer has kind of been looked at as a mystery. You'll see that it's not really a mystery at all. It's just truth. Once you got revelation, revelation brings you right into faith. You don't have any doubt when you can see it. So revelation lets you see it so doubt will go away and faith will come. I want you to see what's happening behind the scenes because if you don't know what's happening behind the scenes, your faith may give out. I'm born from a realm with no time and I have been placed in a realm of time not to be subdued by time, but to be a master over time. Do not look for feelings. It's a trick. It's designed to draw you back in time so the devil can negate your faith. You can't feel faith. Faith is a spirit, and it's a force that comes out of your human spirit. For you to get action from God, you're going to have to leave your flesh. I don't care what doctor's report was given to you. Your faith can move the professional's time. Adam and Eve were in the garden. And as you know, what happened was um, Adam and Eve sinned. And when that happened, it was catastrophic for all eternity. I mean, in terms of man's positioning with God and how Jesus had to come back and redeem uh, mankind. But when he sinned, he went from living from the inside to living to the out, living from the outside. Now, when I say that, I mean this. I mean that He was communicating with God. He was one with God. The Bible says he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Adam was one with God. Jesus said, I and the Father are one. He's talking about how you should be and how it was meant for mankind to be. So as we look at Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 20, and in Proverbs chapter 20, he talks about in verse 27, the spirit of man is a candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now, what is he saying here? God will use your spirit to guide you. So it's meant to be that your spirit be your guide. Your spirit be your guide. God, of course, would be connected with your spirit, so your spirit would be guided by God, and you'll always end up in the right place. Now, Adam then was living from the inside out. He was a spirit. That's what he was. He had a soul and lived in a body. The body was, Paul calls it, the house. Now, from from the fall, mankind went from living from the spirit to living from the body. Now, that's significant. We're no longer led by his spirit. And over in Romans chapter 8, I think he said, they that are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So now, 
mankind is living from his body or his senses. The senses pick up data, they communicate it to your mind, your body has a response. Now the spirit is cut out because it's dead to God. And that's why people have to be born again. Okay, because for you to be hooked and connected back up with God, you have to be born again. So while a person is not connected with God and their bodies are their guide, then they're in trouble. And one of the biggest reasons why they're in trouble is because of uh, the fact that Satan rules over that realm. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 12 and verse 9 that that Satan, uh, that old devil uh, deceiveth the whole world. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 9. Go even further in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 19, it says that we know that we are of God and the whole world lieth in wickedness. In other words, the whole world, another translation says, is under, under the control of the evil one. So the whole world, why? Because Satan is the God of that world. Little, little G, G-O-D. He's a God. So nobody can beat him at his world. For you to, you, to, you to be able to conquer him, you're going to have to go up to another world. You're going to have to be hearing on another level. All right? So because he rules in that realm and he's a deceiver, well, he's deceived people and they're living according to the, only to the information that's gained through their body, five physical senses. So... Now, because of that, it was the birth of what we call education. Education. It's learning. So Adam didn't learn before. <clears throat> he discerned. You don't learn in heaven. You discern. Whole new thing. So... In that, Adam felt from revelation to information and from, learn, from discerning to learning. That's why education was never meant to be put out here without God. Okay. Now, because of this, mankind... Mankind's perceived limitations were his body because that's as much as I could do or be is according to my body, my mind. Well, let's look over here in Matthew's, chapter, Matthew's Gospel, chapter 14. Jesus came to them walking on water. And it says here, Matthew 14, and verse 25, and the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went into them walking on the, on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. 
And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. Now, let me just stop right there. First of all, this is what I call breakthrough thinking. Breakthrough thinking. Shortage, scarcity, humanistic philosophy does not think like this. It's from another level. And even when you read scripture, Paul, the apostle Paul prayed for the church, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. This comes out of Ephesians chapter one, verse 16. Cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of them, you and my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and what? Revelation in the knowledge of him. Keep going. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the greatness of and exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Stop right there. So you can take this scripture and you can read it and read it without the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. And you'll come away and read something and what it would show you or what you will read is you will read exactly information. But then if the eyes of your understanding will op are opened, you'll see revelation. And revelation is the word of God with light. And when light ever comes into your life, all struggle ceases. So the enemy wants to blind your mind so that you won't see it and won't know it's there. So, as you look at any of the scriptures in the Bible, first of all, before you read it, ask the Lord to give you understanding and revelation knowledge and receive it by faith and then begin to read the scripture. That's my advice to you, okay? Now, here's Peter walking on the water. Now, or, or Jesus walking on the water. So the thought that Peter had was not a normal thought because no physical man thinks that he can walk on the water normally. All right, let's check this out. Now, this is, you can see, this is breakthrough thinking. The thinking is coming from another, another, you can read information and you can say, hey, Lord, give me a revelation of this. What is happening here? See, what is happening here? Now, and he'll start telling you, he'll start showing you some things and, and, and he'll give you, because God, God brought Jesus to demonstrate to you the potential you have. <laughs> Got it? And it's already in you. God didn't come to make you, he came to expose you. <laughs> Got it? So as you look at this, he God, he said, if that be you, bid me to walk, come to you on the water, not swimming, backstroking, so forth, but come walking on the water. Now, again, 
there's two men here that we're dealing with because of the fall of Adam. And over in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, our inward man is renewed day by day. So we got two men here. Who are they? The outward man, come on, and the inward man. Which one do you think was dominating when Jesus came to Peter walking on the water? Inward man, okay? And Peter then now is going to express the potential that he has through Christ to do the same thing. Lord have mercy. So he gets this thought from another kingdom. Same one that he got when he said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Same kingdom. And he gets his thought and he said, hey, I can do that too. And so he comes and gets out of the boat, walks on the water to go to Jesus. Now this outer man or inner man. So when we pray, what is that? Is that an outer man or inner man issue? Inner man. We're talking about the inner man. We're not talking about the outer man. Because we're talking about the, the spirit inside of you that's connected with God that sees no limitations. We got it, we got it, we got to go here, saints. We got, just, just buckle up because we got to go. The limitations come through the flesh. But with God, all things become possible. There are no limitations. So I have none. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Look at verse 9. But as it is written, the eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that what? Love him. Now the heart of man is the natural part of you right there. But God has revealed them to us by his what? Spirit. Now this is a born again person. This is a good reason to be born again. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now watch this. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man that's in him? Your spirit knows all about you. Even stuff your mind does not know. Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are what? Freely given to us of God. So for us to know what's freely given to us of God, we're going to have to get it from God. We can't get it from our senses because our senses and information don't know. They have been, 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 been contained by the God of this world and he's steady feeding in incorrect information so that you won't go after what God says is yours. You're going to have to get it from the Holy Ghost. All right, next verse. What things also we speak, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which who teacheth? The Holy Ghost teacheth. Comparing what? Spiritual things with spiritual See, the spirit world is not the lesser world. The spirit world is a greater world. 
The greater power is in the spirit. The greater reality is in the spirit. This sound here, did you see? This right here is temporal. It can be torn up, decayed, whatever. Not in the spirit. Look at the next verse now. But the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God, for they are what to him? Foolishness to him. Neither can he know them. Neither can he know them. Neither can he know them. Because they are what? Spiritually discerned. They're spiritually discerned. So the Holy Ghost is your teacher. See? And when you're dealing with God, things are freely given. Now, the way I'm going to have to get them transferred is that I'm going to have to get some faith, and faith comes with knowing the will of God, and it's no faith comes by, by hearing the word of God. So once you got revelation, revelation brings you right into faith. In other words, revelation is the strongest asset to the school of faith. Revel, revelation, once you got revelation, you can see it. And you're designed to believe what you see. So you don't have any doubt when you can see it. So revelation lets you see it so doubt will go away and faith will come. Got it? Now, what it tells you is what's possible, what's yours, etc. So if I tell you this, I say this. Why don't you believe God? Your mortgage and your car will be all paid off. Now, right away, the natural man says, that's foolish. You're not making enough of your job. See, he's taking all of the reasoning that comes in through logical thinking, which comes in through the flesh, and comes in through all that reasoning and tell you, you can't walk on water. But what you're going to have to do is get your information from another source. See, we're going to have to tune out the flesh. Once you decide to walk with God, the flesh comes after the spirit, not before the spirit. So I'm telling you that you can have your mortgage and your car note paid off this year. Now, if you are battling with your flesh, your flesh is going to tell you, why would this preacher tell these people that? Now, you are no different now than the children of Israel in Numbers chapter 13. Say amen to this. Let me, let me show you something. This is, this, is, this is coming into my spirit right now. I know I told you to turn to Numbers chapter uh, 13, right? Look at Galatians, before you go there, look at Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 1 and verse 11, yeah. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, 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 go over now to verse 15. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb, watch this, and called me by his grace 
to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen? Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. So when God drops a thought in your spirit, don't ask your flesh what it thinks about it. Because you can walk on water. You can do things people who don't know God can't even do. God is a trying to, he's trying to distinguish you. He's trying to have you to build a platform that people see you and know you from another place. And it's, it, we, the church, we've got to stop letting the enemy uh, naturalize or, or bring us down to the level of a natural man. You are in this world, but not of it. Now stop seeing them, talking like them, thinking like them. Come on now, thinking like them. Paul said, uh-uh. No, 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 no. I, I, it, when I received the revelation, I didn't check with my flesh to say, is that true? All right, let's look at this. All right, look what it says. One in verse 14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth the minister for them and shall be heirs of salvation? Now, the word I want you to underline is for them, not to them. These are angels. And they're sent to minister for them. That's you, the born again folks now. And how much power do they have? Oh, let's look over here in Psalm, Psalm chapter 103 and verse 19, and these 19 and 20. Let's just look what he says. He says this, the Lord has prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over how much? Everything. Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength and do his commandments, hearkening unto the what? voice of his word. But they're waiting on the voice of his word. Well, praise God. Now, we're talking about the power of prayer and praise. That's part two. Now, I'm talking about this reality of the spirit realm. It's available to us. When you're talking about praying, you're talking about getting things done from the spirit realm. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, he talks about that the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So sometimes when we ask God for things or, or God has things for us, and so we have to discern them, not learn them. We've gone as far as we can with the intellect. Now it's going to be the instinct. Praise God. We're going to have to be able to pull those things out of the Spirit. The Bible says to everyone that asks, receives. And sometimes when God gives that answer, he has to hide it. Why? Not from you, but for you. And you have to discern where it is and pull it right on into your life. Praise God. It's a powerful teaching. The announcer is going to give you some important information on how you can order this powerful four-disc series on the power of prayer and praise. And I'll be right back. Prayer has kind of been 
looked at as a mystery, you'll see that it's not really a mystery at all. It's just truth. Once you got revelation, revelation brings you right into faith. You don't have any doubt when you can see it. So revelation lets you see it so doubt will go away and faith will come. I want you to see what's happening behind the scenes because if you don't know what's happening behind the scenes, your faith may give out. I'm born from a realm with no time and I have been placed in a realm of time not to be subdued by time, but to be a master over time. Do not look for feelings. It's a trick. It's designed to draw you back in time so the devil can negate your faith. You can't feel faith. Faith is a spirit, and it's a force that comes out of your human spirit. For you to get action from God, you're going to have to leave your flesh. I don't care what doctor's report was given to you. Your faith can move the professional's time. Take a look behind the scenes of your faith in action when you negate the fears that attempt to stop your answer prayer in Pastor Winston's life-changing series, The Power of Prayer and Praise, Volume 2. To order on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at BillWinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Well, praise God. Now, the Holy Spirit is our teacher. Somebody says, you know, experience is the best teacher. Well, wait a second. You go back in the Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he talks about the Holy Spirit being our teacher. See, once you and I get born again, the Holy Spirit is teaching us. He's teaching us how to pray. He's teaching us how to um, confess the word, all these things. He even gives us what to say in a prayer. You know, you just don't pray anything. I mean, listen, the Holy Spirit will actually tell you, uh, He'll show you what to pray for. And as you pray that thing or confess that thing, God watches over His Word and makes it good. The Holy Spirit is your teacher. Praise the Lord. Well, until next time, this is Bill Winston saying, we love you and keep walking by faith. But I've got the blessing of dominion on my life. Devil, ready or not, here I come with dominion. We're taking back what's ours. I believe, I will, I take it, I have it, I thank you for it. Other than God Almighty, the only other person that can bind something in heaven and bind it on earth is you. Whatever ain't working in this country will still be working in your house. Whatever may be lacking in this country will not be lacking in your house. I am preparing for the greatest revival in this country that you have ever seen before. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Ghost told me to tell you. I need you to put a smile on your face and a dance on your feet because by the time you get home, time you get home, what you've been asking for shall come to pass. You might be in the midst of your worst situation right now. I've got news for you. This conference was for you. Think God is telling you it's because you're about to get the biggest inheritance that you've ever got in your life. 
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. 